Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's Fit Tip. So today I want to talk about all the protein you need without the meat. But first go to Deuteronomy 8, 15 through 16. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions, where it was so hot and dry, he gave you water from the rock. He fed you with manna in the wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. All right, so as soon as I tell people I'm vegan, can you guess the first question I'm asked? Where do you get your protein? So protein is extremely misunderstood. And let me start by saying in the history of the world, no person has ever died of protein deficiency that wasn't suffering from malnutrition. Hospital beds are not filling up with vegans suffering from lack of protein. In fact, it's just the opposite. Hospital beds are filling up with people not eating enough vegetables. Now, I'm not saying that everyone should be vegan. But you should know that plants contain protein and all of the essential amino acids needed to build it. Animal foods are not necessary to get the protein your body needs. Indeed, all the protein you need and more can be easily derived from plant foods alone. The WHO, World Health Organization, recommends men, women, and children get 5% of their calories from protein. If you look at the protein levels of many plant foods, you will see that it is virtually impossible to fail to meet the WHO's daily protein requirement. For example, the protein of calories derived from uh, foods such as rice is 8, corn 12, baked potato 10, pinto beans 24, broccoli 43, cauliflower 33, zucchini 17, and an orange 9, to name some. In fact, Americans consume six to eight times as much protein as they need. All that excess protein overworks the liver and kidneys, causing both to become enlarged and injured. Excess protein consumption also causes kidneys to pull large quantities of calcium from the body causing bones to weaken and kidney stones to form. One of the most uh, time-honoring approaches to healing the kidneys and liver, in fact, is to eat a low-protein diet, especially a diet low in animal protein. When the protein content of the diet drops, kidneys are strengthened and very often healed. Studies show we should be eating unprocessed carbohydrates and lots of them. Carbohydrates are the primary source of energy. They alone provide energy for red blood cells, 
and certain cells for the kidneys, and they are the preferred fuel for the central nervous system, including the brain. Fat, on the other hand, is a secondary source of energy, and it can be used by some tissue, such as muscles, but it is more often stored for use in times of famine. Humans were designed by nature to crave carbohydrates with their unique combination of sweet flavor, energy, and nutrition. Carbohydrates regulate our hunger drive. There are no carbohydrates in red meat, poultry, fish, shellfish, or eggs, and most dairy products contain little, if any. For example, cheese only contains 2%. This is an important reason why people who eat a diet rich in animal foods rarely feel satisfied and become compulsive uh, overeaters. Unless you eat enough carbohydrate foods, you will remain hungry and crave more food. Unprocessed plant foods like brown rice, potatoes, squash, broccoli, and apples, just to name a few, are loaded with complex carbohydrates and long chains of sugar that must be broken down inside your intestines before they can be used as fuel. The process of digesting these complex carbohydrates is slow and methodical, providing a steady stream of fuel being pumped into your bloodstream as long-lasting energy with all the nutrients you need for optimum health, plus a high level of vitality and endurance. No meat needed. Yay. Anyway, thank you. That's all for today. Um, feel free to pass this information on to family and friends, and don't forget to tune in at 11 a.m., Today and every Tuesday to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts, and we will be so happy to share more health and wellness information with you. Be blessed and have a terrific Tuesday. As always, we want to welcome you to Living Fit. I'm James Roberts. Thank you, Karen, for that great fit tip. As always, we try to give you the information you will need to provide yourself with the best health possible. Today, what I want to do is continue our talk about how we can do that. Uh, we talked about the blue zones. We've talked about the food. We've talked about uh, the exercise. We've talked about the stress. And we've, uh, we do need social interaction. We, we need people. God want, wanted us to not be alone. But today what I want to do is continue along the lines of what we could possibly eat is what Karen's talking about. You know, a lot of people uh, think that mealtime is just when I get something, that's what's the fuel I need to be healthy, and that's not so. In John 21, 15, it says, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to them, said to him, feed my lambs. The first meal of the day is called breakfast. Why? Because it is when you break the fast after sleeping overnight. 
But some people eat early in the morning and some people wait till later in the day. That first meal should be a nutritious and is uh, important for a bunch of different reasons. First of all, it jumpstarts your metabolism. It starts you from overeating later in the day. Plus, studies show that adults who have a healthy first meal do better at work. And kids who eat a nutritious startup meal that has nutrition score higher on test. Proverbs 22 9 says, Whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed, for he shares his bread with the poor. We need to make sure not only we eat well, but the poor eat well. Not just foods that um, help people get food, but foods that are nourishing. It's better to have something at some times, but we do need nutrition because poor nutrition is going to lead to poor health eventually. We should support healthy growth. Nutrition needs for kids and teens are higher compared to any other time in our life. 90% of children fall short of meeting dietary needs for one or more key nutrient. And falling uh and uh, failing to get enough calories like protein, calcium, vitamin D, zinc, iron, and other nutrients can slow the growth and cause disease. Nutrients missed at the first meal of the day are unlikely to be made up later in the day. So having that meal helps get a head start on the nutrition needed to support a healthy physical growth and development. Galatians 6, 8 says, For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. We need to be spiritually minded when it comes to eating for our flesh. As we know, the Bible tells us that our bodies are the temple of God and that we should take care of them. And if we, in uh, 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17, it talks about if we don't do that, then the body will be destroyed. We need to improve our concentration on what we put in our mouth. After a few days, the body adjusts to fasting and energy uh, levels increase your mind and uh, your concentration and you feel a better sense of wellness. The healing process works more efficiently and the body repairs the damaged cells when we're fasting if we do it the right way. A lot of people after they fast come off of the fast wrong not getting proper nutrition. Just eating something is not good for the body. As Karen said, it fuels the body for the rest of the day. Smaller bodies store less energy than adults. And after an overnight fast, a fuel source is needed, but it needs to be a good fuel. The first meal of the day of breaking the fast can get the metabolism, metabolism moving, and provide 
about 20% of the daily needed energy, but many children and teens don't get near enough of that. And so far, it has also carried on into adulthood. About 1 in 14 skip making a healthy first meal altogether. Now, a lot of people think, well, just as long as I eat something, I'm going to be good. And that's not good. That's not really true. And that means we're, we're missing out on essential nutrients like our calcium, iron, vitamin A, vitamin C, folate, and especially fiber to help us clean our guts and feel better throughout the day. Teens who skip learning about the importance of nutrition first meal also have a lower diet quality and lower dietary intake of fruits and whole grains. Proverbs 25, 28 says, A man without self-control is like a city broken into and the, uh, left without walls. If we don't watch out what we eat, what we put in our bodies, it can be very devastating, and it can break down the cells in our body and cause us to become sick. With COVID-19 and things like this coming about viruses, we need to eat more nutritiously, all the time, especially as often as we possibly can. And starting today with what we call high nutrition helps fuel the mind and the body for the day ahead. We should make sure, as Karen says, that we get uh, replenish our body with protein. But protein support is done, like Karen said, with also eating just as many uh, good, nutritious foods and carbohydrates as they are with meats. While meats are good at times, they can also stay in our system way longer than other foods, especially when we have no fiber and the phytochemicals to fight off the bad bacteria that might come along with those meats. So we need to eat a healthier, balanced diet, getting more vegetables and fruits in our diet. While you are sleeping, your body breaks down more protein than it builds. Eating the first meal with at least seven grams of protein like steel oats, rolled oats, blueberries sprinkled with flaxseed, chia seeds, and maybe some walnuts and bananas, and even soy or almond milk compared to meals with biscuits and sugary cereals, can help you uh, and your body for the children you have recover that loss and improve your protein balance to support your health, your growth, and your cells. Including a high-nutrient quality food diet seems to offer benefits that aren't even seen when the same amount of foods of snacks, burgers, uh, is consumed later in the day. Just getting something doesn't make it right. When breaking the fast can help kids and the teens get the bone-building calcium they need, making good nutrition choices can help get that absorption of enough calcium throughout the, the child uh, childhood and to, throughout adolescence. 
This is when bone store calcium at the highest rate when they're young. By the age of 18, 9% of the bone mass you'll ever have in life has been formed. So the calcium store now is the key to bone mass you'll have as an adult. Getting calcium through food sources is the way to go as your body uses the calcium in foods more easily. I know that a lot of people have been taught in the past that milk does a body good, but cow's milk is meant for cows. We need it to what is right for our bodies. You don't even see a, a cow after it becomes a, 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 a calf after it becomes a cow drinking cow's milk. And cheese has too much pus, fat, a lot of uh, things in it that we don't need as we get older. And it can be fattening. There's a lot of fat in cheese. You can do things like cruciferous vegetables such as kale, collard greens, broccoli, spinach, which contain high amounts of calcium and are rich in higher healthy fibers that improve our digestion and prevention of constipation, which a lot of people tell me, even if they lose weight, they still have constipation. Fiber and calcium are a good team. The first slows digestion, allowing the body to absorb more of the second. We need to eat properly. When we eat sugar, high glucose levels inhibit vitamin C from entering our cells and decrease the absorption rates. Researchers have found that reduced sugar intake may improve vitamin C levels as well as it benefits. The metabolism of a type of sugar fructose increases the production of the enzymes that break down stores of vitamin D. Doing all these sugary foods, that's the reason why we're sick. We have to get more uh, nutrition. Sugar prevents, white sugar prevents the absorption of vitamins, which we need. And vitamin D is key, especially when you're talking about things like COVID. And vitamin C is uh, the same. You get vitamin C, vitamin D from vegetables. The more we know about this, the more we need to take more note each day of how we're interacting with our food sources. Vitamin D is essential nutrient for your immune support. If you're going to fight off any kind of disease, you need to get vitamin D. It's also needed for the growth of our bones, healthy bones, and it helps our body absorb calcium, a key building block for the bones. You get vitamin D from sunlight. A lot of us don't get out enough in the sun, so certain types of foods also have uh, vitamin D, and some of us need to supplement vitamin D. While sunlight helps, several factors can affect sun exposure, including where you live, the time of day, the amount of time spent outdoors, sunscreen use, and extensive skin coverage with body clothing. So we need to take this in and realize that we need these sources 
for our body to manifest what it needs to be healthy. We also need iron, which is essential. Iron helps our blood deliver oxygen to our body. And growing kids and teens need more iron as their blood volume increases and their muscles grow. Kids and teens who skip breakfast or the first meal of the day have lower intakes of iron compared to those who don't, especially if we don't eat green leafy foods. Teen girls have a higher uh, iron need than teen boys and are at the greatest risk of deficiency, including stale oats or oatmeal, even no sugary cereals and nutritional smoothies are great ways to get essential nutrients. We need to take sugar as much as we can out of our diets. If a big plateful of these things first thing in the day keep you from doing it, maybe you can uh, learn the recipe that Karen has for uh, making a homemade granola bar and give you that first meal of the day, or you can take fruit with you and eat it. It's better than eating something sugary, <coughs> uh, cereal with white sugar on it. And some people just don't want to do it because they just think, I need. I don't like breakfast. Breakfast is the first meal that you eat. It doesn't have to be early in the morning. It just has to be nutritious, whatever it is. Another large study found that individuals who made the first meal, the largest meal of the day, were more likely to lose weight than those who made lunch or dinner their largest meal. That's the meals in the middle of the day. Why? Because at the middle of the day, you have done most of your work and you need to fuel your body for work. That's what we're doing. We're getting nutrients so we can do the work that we need to do. Just like when you fill up your car, if you're going on a long trip, you fill it up and you, when, when you get close to the end, uh, mileage, you start putting more fuel in. But you put in less fuel as you see your gauge going down. You don't overfill your tank. This validates other studies that show that a big first meal helps keep the pounds off over time. If you want to lose weight, quit trying to eat a large dinner or large lunch. When talking to our clients, we find out, uh, surprisingly, this polarizing topic uh, about the meals. The first meal is always, for some reason, hard for people to try to make it the heaviest meal. Why? Because most people thinking that, well, I don't want to eat nothing heavy so that I can work. If you're going to eat, eat nutritiously and eat a large breakfast. You have to do it. You have to make sure that you, when you're fueling up, you're fueling up first. That first meal is imp the important meal of the day. And if you have never eat another meal during the day, it will keep you at the place you need to be and, and able to do the things you need to do and sustain you for the rest of the day. 
But at that first meal is very important. In, in, in the ever-changing world of nutrition, the debate over morning meal or the first meal, it's not going to go away. It's going to always be the way for us to maintain our weight, our health, and our ability to live a healthy, long life. My take on it is not only is it what your first meal is, but you should always make it the largest meal of the day. I posted my breakfasts on uh, our uh, web pages because I want people to see that's the meal that will keep you able to function throughout the day. Don't be afraid to eat earlier in the day and make sure that you get enough that should you not eat another meal the rest of the day, that you've had enough and you had enough nutrition, you had enough fiber, you had enough phytochemicals, you put, you, you did your shakes, you did your salads, you, you got beans, grains, you got uh, mushrooms, you got berries, you got seeds. As Dr. Furman says, the G-bombs, greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, and seeds, these are vital to our bodies. These are things that we have to do, we need to do, in order to have good health. And it needs to be on a regular basis. It can't be something that we do occasionally. This is a daily regimen that we need to follow. Our health is going to get so much better when we start putting the right nutrients in our body. Multiple studies show the benefits of making that first meal a part of your daily diet food regimen. And the pitfalls of not making it is devastating to our health. A study in the 2017 Journal of the American College of Cardiology followed female volunteers and found those who skipped breakfast or the first nutritious meal had a higher degree of hardening of the arteries and osteosclerosis than those who would eat uh, a nutritious breakfast. And adding those flax seeds and chia seeds helps prevent cancer and other autoimmune diseases that we come across, heart disease also. One other study found that individuals who ate a healthy first breakfast uh, as the largest meal of the day are likely to keep their weight off and who made dinner and lunch smaller are going to live and be healthier than those who eat all day long eating things that have refined carbohydrates. And finally, one study says that type 2 diabetes found that uh, a large, healthy, free of processed foods for the first meal of the day helps to manage type 2 diabetes. Those refined breakfast foods keep us overweight and hungry. The standard American diet, the SAD diet, which is truly 
uh, that is not the best way for us to constitute a healthy meal plan. That's because the majority of Americans are chowing down on processed meat packed in uh, biscuits, huge bagels smeared with jelly and sugary pastries and cereals. They all are also downing big glasses of orange juice, which has removed the pulp and the fiber, which is just another sugar for breakfast. These options may be the worst things to choose the first thing in the morning or the first meal of the day. These high refined foods lead to massive fluctuations in our blood sugar and insulin, creating an energy high followed by a crash that ultimately leaves you hungry and searching for you to guess it a more low-quality refined junk food. Please take this advice. I'm James for Karen. Keep living fit and doing what matters. And We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.